Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I'm wondering, JC, if the people are going to be able to hear that thunderstorm that's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember one time you were mm-hmm. actually teaching, and I heard the thunderstorm. I heard the big boom because I was watching. I wasn't actually here. Yeah. And we've got a tropical storm headed our way, so that means that uh, any day now, we, you know, I mean, it's Florida. We rain all the time anyway. So, anyway, just be prepared for Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal in the tropical storm that's headed our way. Uh, welcome everybody who is coming in here on YouTube and Facebook. I want to remind you guys, hit your thumbs up, hit the subscribe button. And once you subscribe, you have to actually request notifications by touching the bell if you're on YouTube because they make it twice as hard for us to do that. And remember, even if you do subscribe and do hit the notifications we are monday through friday 6 p.m eastern standard time you know where to find us because we are not getting the uh we're not you you guys are not getting the notices they're just not sending them out i mean we with the with the subscription rate that we have there's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't have thousands of you guys noticed (laughs) to be here and i'm not still in timeout Thousands. Who's still in timeout? Val apparently is still in timeout. Twenty-four more days before she can share. Oh, um, woohoo! So it looks like the Oath Keeper, the YouTube channel for Oath Keepers, is still active thus far. Yeah, they That's took good. down. It was Facebook that they took down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Facebook. I woke. But you know, they're all the same. People. Yeah, it's we awesome. crossed over last week, JC, on Facebook to eighty thousand followers. Yeah. I woke up this morning. Poof! Over two hundred of them gone. Overnight. I mean, I, I I look at my Facebook before I go to bed at night because I try to answer the questions that come in. And when I went to bed, the number was or when I woke up, the number was 200 less. Yeah, they're probably it's probably the people that they took down, people they targeted and deplatformed. Do you think they actually deplatformed 200 people? Absolutely. That's crazy. You know what the headlines were? Uh, Facebook deplatforms Antifa. Right. Yeah, yeah. 200 Antifas. No, I guarantee you Antifa was not following Chris Ann Hall. Right. Right? So, uh, nonsense. Just a couple news stories before we get into the topic today, which is going to be more of a discussion type thing of a, not 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 headline driven, but question driven based on the thing our our question our episode today is answering my most asked question on government and the constitution. It was just brought to my mind today that that uh, 10 years of teaching and we've been given the same question over and over and over again. So I thought we'd do a, you know, because we are we are self-described as a teach show and not a talk show. And so I want to make sure that uh, people understand that sometimes we do di- we get teaching and that's what we're going to do. But uh, oh, people don't know that. Well, you know, who knows what? OK, just <laughs> just keeping it. I guess we add that to the tagline. Full so disclosure, right up front. Right? It's a teach show, not a talk show. Teach so show, not a talk show. A lot of, you know, many times there's a lot of talk. We're having a lot of talk, but it's 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 a teach show, and you know we get we um 
you left you left Mac out of the room. Sorry, he was Mac. very upset Sorry, about Mac. that. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of people. Yeah, so the only people that would tolerate the host getting up and letting her dog into the yeah. show. <laughs> but you get a lot of, uh, you know, we got a lot of new people. We get a lot of new traffic all the time. Yeah. And you, you speak to new people every week. You know, COVID's been different. This is a weird, this is a weird thing because put those things together, right? We get new people. New people come on the show. They don't know what the deal is. So we got a lot of new sort of newcomers to Chris Ann Hall. Hey, I found Chris Ann Hall and here she right. is. So, oh, this is a lady who sits in a room and does a podcast all the time, right? <laughs> so it's no. been, the COVID thing has been different. So then I think the new people coming on board think, okay, this is Chris Ann Hall. She just does a podcast. Uh, whereas prior to COVID, like we're trying to juggle being able to do a podcast in between doing 660 or 264 in-person meetings across 22 states every year every year and teaching at a brick and mortar college right three times a week and so you're always while meeting people, still venues. being wife and mother and husband and right. father and doing all these other yep. things so and we, we everything that everybody else does write blogs and yep. all that other stuff so jc will Research tell you search content oh my goodness. attempt to write manuscripts for new books Videos, uh, new videos for Liberty video First. Yeah, and, classes for Liberty okay. First University. This is the crazy thing because I'm just talking to a guy. To, so I've been talking the last two days with a guy. He's gonna help help us out. We've been, you know, we're talking about the new. Been working hard on the new reformatting of LFU, the new launch of new content, homeschool, all this stuff, right? So you talk about the conversations, the questions, you questions and comments you always hear. So met him several years ago actually just been talking off and on and then he would come to the meetings but anyway long story short he says yeah i first saw you guys i thought you know maybe you know maybe you didn't have a massive um on what do you call it a massive organization uh with you know maybe it wasn't several hundreds but you know i thought you have maybe a few dozen or whatever people or <laughs> staff like he's talking about staff our staff and i said bro our staff is, you're looking at the staff. Yeah, and, well, so well not all of our staff. I mean, well, Janet is. But now, so now we have, Jan, now Janet's been Janet's been seven years, seven and a half years. Right? Well, um, she does a lot more than scheduling. Yeah, so. she does a lot more than that. But, so we've had Janet, okay? Uh, we had Dan doing the website initially. Now Aaron does the website, okay? Um Thaddeus has come on board now to help us with the video stuff and various things in the last what? Social, uh, Facebook three, posting. Three months? Yeah, yeah three, three months. Three months. Mm -hmm. So that's it. It's yeah. been a guy who helps build the website, uh -huh. us two, and Janet. Everything that comes out of this, of Liberty First whatever, for the last decade, uh -huh. you're freaking looking at it. Four people. That's it. <laughs> And so everybody has some, it's crazy. We run into people and they're, they talk staff and organization. Uh, no, that actually doesn't exist. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we're doing this every day, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And whatever production goes into that before that. Right. And then all those other things. So not that we're opposed to staff. That, I mean, that's the whole restructuring and different things we're doing now. We're fixing, we're fixing us, you know, we're fixing to hit the next level. And yeah, staff is coming. 
Yeah, no, this, so this is great. It's going to blow. They can deplatform all they want. Below. This is, uh, we're fixing to get bigger. Right, whether right. Whether they like it or not. <laughs> and they're being story. really squirrely, right? So we've got all of this stuff going on. I wanted to, uh, oh, that's the wrong one. Uh, it's it's just amazing to me everything that that is happening. And I just want to say I I. I I believe that it's by the grace of God that everything that's happening, all the timing and everything, how it works, and and the fact that we've been able to do this for the last 10 years in the way that we've been doing it is, is supernatural. I don't think that, that, you know, I'm not the superhero in the equation, but it, it's just amazing. We actually have a new Liberty First University class that was just put on the books today. Nope. So if you are a Liberty First University student, we have the new class. And now we don't have the, the manuscript up for the workbook up for that yet, but we will get that up. But the class is up and ready for viewing at libertyfirstuniversity.com. History of Women Voting in America. And I just want to be clear, this is not a history of the women's suffrage movement, okay? This is quite different. This is more in line, JC, with your class on uh, More Than Victims, America's Hidden Black History. This is like More Than Victims, America's Women's Hidden History. Mm-hmm. How the, the federal government did not establish our, our right to vote, that we don't have to go around and thank the federal government for our ability to have rights and uh, all of this other craziness that we have going on. So we, we have to remember that in our history of America, there are amazing women, right, and that, that overcame challenges that we don't even have a concept of today. Mm-hmm. You got all these women running around, the feminists running around going, oh, woe is me, life is so hard, isn't it terrible, I'm a woman, I'm so discriminated against, and you hate me, <laughs> right? But in reality, what we have are, are women who lived under real oppression, who overcame and rose to the top and became instrumental in writing the course of America. And I'm not just talking about, you know, three, four, five. I'm not talking about, because everybody's like, oh, well, you're just talking about the exceptions, Chrisanne. You get that with the more than victims thing, right? Yeah. These are just anomalies. Excuse me? Look at that woman and tell me, tell her she's the anomaly. Right. This is not not actually the anomaly. This is this is who we are. And I'll let you know a little interesting fact, just to just a little teaser to to get people interested in this class. Um, Women, number one, had the right to vote prior to the 19th Amendment. Mm -hmm. The the right to to vote actually uh, was gradually oppressed not because women were victims, not because we were powerless, not because society didn't respect us, but it was the exact opposite, JC. We, the, 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 the corrupt politicians organized to disenfranchise the women's vote because we were so stinking powerful. Because we were a force to be reckoned with, because we were a respected force to be reckoned with. And that's not, it's not the same as saying every woman voted. No, well, were, not every woman, were women votes voting. today. Here's, here's the thing. Um, there are women who choose not to vote today. Well, but here's, here's the thing. So I'm, 
I'm I've been researching for a course that we're going to do for Liberty First University on uh, colonial charters. Right. Everybody thinks of the 13, like the original 13 colonies, but so many more charters than that. And and then there were different cultures in the different areas. So I'm always it, it, it I'm always frustrated at hearing people talk about American history, colonial history in a monolithic sense. I don't think people have a really good understanding of how how diff- how diverse culturally uh early America was. Oh, it's yeah. not one thing. No. Like the Puritans in New England are absolutely not the same as the culture in Virginia. Right. Not the same. Right. But we talk about America. Obviously, there are certain universal things you can talk about. But I I think the lack of understanding of how different it was in different areas, different colonies, uh, under different charters and things like that. There's not there is not one history of America. No, because Thomas Paine wrote I mean there are things so there are threads that are the right. same for well, America, the, but the, there are many many there, things the one history for different. America is the legal history of America right. so right. if you're talking about the history of the constitution the legal foundation the governmental yeah. foundation that's the one history but when you but, say this was happening to this people in America yeah no, no it was happening that may have been been happening in New England or uh, Connecticut or whatever, but then it might not have been happening in New Hampshire. It may have been happening in Virginia, but then not happening in Georgia. So it's completely different when people make well, statements. And not like only that, JC, it, it may have been happening in this part of Georgia, but not in that part of Georgia. Right. And this part of New Hampshire, but in, not in this part of New Hampshire. Or and not at that time. And not at that time. Thomas <laughs> Paine actually wrote in his, his uh, pamphlets, Common Sense, that that they had to recognize that there was such diverse culture in yeah. America. Even Thomas Paine saying, in this day, we recognize this. He praised it. He said, look, this independence movement that we have, we are not unified under the banner of one government we are, or, or one culture. He said, we're unified under the banner of, a, of an inherent essential right. liberty that belongs to yes. all mankind. Kind. And in his common sense, he actually said, I, I am thankful to God that we are not all British. He said, if we were all British, if we were all one homogenous culture, he said, I don't believe that we would even have the ability to organize and to, to dismiss this oppressive government. Yeah. It's because we come from so many different places, because we're such a diverse society, but yet even from our different places, we're all united under this banner of liberty. We we are united here in spite of our cultural differences, in spite of our, our, our racial differences, our gender differences. And by the way, just since I'm on this rant for just a second, the m- women of our revolutionary period were often talked about as being more powerful and more influential than the men of their day. So don't even come barking at me about how the revolutionary period was a bunch of, of powerless, victimed, victimized women living in a misogynistic society. So I don't even want to hear that crap because 
It undermines the honor these women are due, and it eliminates the true heroes for our daughters. And if you want to you wanna make Chris Ann Hall's blood pressure go up, okay, and like the senator in Florida did to me when mm-hmm. he, you remember that? Because that, that was yeah. the, the catalyst for Chris Ann losing her cool in 2011 before the Florida Senate uh, and, and just and almost getting arrested. and almost getting arrested by Capitol <laughs> Police. Do not look at me and tell me that the Constitution oppressed women, that the that our government was designed to oppress women, that somehow our foundational documents were created to eliminate women in their political voice because those the, them's fighting words. <laughs> but isn't it interesting that the modern diversity movement? Right. When you hear diversity and oh, this diversity, diversity actually increases homogeneity. Right. It, yeah. it, it does not create diversity. It, it actually divides in a more homogenous perspective. So so even now you hear the you know, the 1619 Project followers talk about American history in white Europeans and African slaves. Mm-hmm. Which is preposterous. If we simply, if you just simply looked at white Europeans, there were numerous cultures and much diversity just within what they call white Europeans. They even the white Europeans, they were not a homogenous culture. They didn't agree. <laughs> no. So no, no. the white Europeans in Georgia uh, were a far cry from the white Europeans in uh, Massachusetts Bay Colony. Well, and you've Completely got, different. So well, you can't so divide into white and black. So it, yeah. it, it lumps. So, right, you actually minimize diversity. So now all the diversity within white goes away because now you're, you're just white and that's all the same. And then there's just black and that's all the same. Right. Well, that's the way or, American. Or women, men, all women were yeah. oppressed and did, did nothing, didn't participate. Right. So it's all the same. Right. So that actually decreases diversity while they're while they're preaching you know we're promoting diversity it's it, it's such utter propaganda disinformation and brainwashing which is typical of the sort of lefty marxist approach when you listen to what they say and then like flip it to the polar opposite right and you'll have truth yeah 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 absolutely so I wanted to show something that's that's happening in uh, uh, in in our um, Facebook problems today. Uh, I wanted to show you. Somebody put me this. I thought this was actually pretty hilarious, JC. So I get messages sometimes from people about what they see when they click on our page. Well, I made a post the other day of that that. Whoops, sorry, didn't mean to do that. Uh, I'll pull it up here in this full web page view here. So what you see here is the post that I made. It's actually the Constitutional America class that I published last Saturday mm-hmm. on who will be president on January 20th, 2021. And uh, in, the, in the post, in the narrative, I say, talk about Pelosi, be, the talk about Pelosi becoming POTUS because of mail-in ballots is fake news to keep you from knowing the truth. There's actually a precedent established and a constitutional discussion by those who wrote Article 2 that tells us exactly what should happen, 
right? So this idea that Pelosi should be president uh, if they can't count the ballots in time mm-hmm. is completely false. It doesn't follow law, doesn't follow constitution, doesn't follow precedent. But when people are seeing this pop up in their page, this is what they're seeing. This post mentions COVID-19. For info and resources, go to COVID-19 Information Center. This is what Facebook is doing to, uh, to, to us. This is what YouTube is doing to us. I give a presentation on how uh, the Electoral College works, how the ballots are counted, the deadlines, the laws, and the selection of the Constitution, and people get a, a warning notice that I'm talking about COVID-19. Now, but I want you to see, look at this, though, JC. This stops people from actually clicking. Mm -hmm. This is a physical barrier to people actually playing the video and learning. And so they have to go through another step to say, you know what, continue. I'm Mm going to continue on this. Right, but that's contradictory to human nature, right? Because we're trained if if there's a pop up warning, get, whoa, get that out of here. whoa, I don't want to, I don't want to. What what does that mean? Yeah, most I don't people kind of gloss over, like freak yeah. out, go back, yeah, I'm not gonna look at that, yeah. So these are the kind of things <laughs> that we're battling on social media. So I have happy news to tell you that yes, we are streaming on YouTube. Yes, we are streaming on Facebook. We are also streaming on Twitter. We are also streaming on Instagram. But we are also streaming at chrisannhall.com now. So yesterday was our first successful stream at chrisannhall.com, and I'm very excited about that. I'm thankful to Strike TV. I'm thankful to Aaron for making that possible. So if you go to look for us Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and all of a sudden you don't see us on Facebook or YouTube, you can always go to chrisannhall.com, okay? I think we're going to have to put that website on the banner somewhere so Mm -hmm. people can know where to find us, chrisannhall.com. For our YouTube or for our 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 podcasts, if we disappear, stuff so ridiculous. Because if I can go to bed at night with eighty thousand followers on Facebook and wake up and have two thousand less, then what's to say going to bed tonight I don't wake up with nothing, right? So yeah. as long as make we make sure those people are still around. Yeah, have they been shipped off to the gulag? Oh, right. I don't know. I mean, it's like it's like the old. Stalin era KGB Soviet Union. Right. You, know, you just wake up. Hey, so what, my, where's my neighbor? Like we're missing people. We're missing Where'd people. They go? Where's my neighbor? So that's you know I mean that's the important thing about this. Hey JC, we we've been doing this sort of watching this mask thing, and we talked about the American Airlines uh, Fight Club. Well, apparently, uh, the Sesame Street. Uh, uh, theme Park is now also offering their own fight club. There was a couple who attended the Sesame Sesame Place. Uh, there they are, Sesame Place, who punched out one of the Sesame Place employees for m- trying to make them wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Right? Who would have thought that in America people would be fighting mad over? A mask. Seriously, but this is. But they are wearing this masks. This is this is the, the catalyst. Pictures? Yeah, I don't know. 
but it says a New York couple have been arrested for allegedly assaulting a teenage employee at the Sesame Place earlier this month. <laughs> One of the suspects is accused of punching the worker in the face after being told he was required to a mask by the same worker earlier in the day. Maybe they started off wearing masks, but then because they were outside and they were social distancing and and they're like suffocating in the sun and choking to death on their own carbon dioxide, they were like, (laughs) screw this mask thing. I'm not wearing no stinking mask. Right on. And then, so here's the thing I want to know. I want a doctor to tell me prolonged exposure to high concentrations of carbon dioxide do they make you more aggressive and violent <laughs> right. right so as my attorney who's going to be the def- as an attorney who's going to be the who who would be i'm not going to be their defense attorney i'm just saying if i were their defense attorney i'm finding that doctor i'm finding the doctor that says prolonged exposure to breathing carbon dioxide makes some people aggressive and overly aggressive and unable to 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 restrain their tempers. So that is your daily mask assault update. Your daily mask assault update. Te- teenage male Karen gets punched in the face <laughs> for hassling people about their mask. Why how is it that a teenage how is it that a teenage uh, uh, um, a person who wants you to wear a mask is a Karen? And yet I'm a Karen <laughs> when I don't want you to wear when I don't want to so wear a mask. What is a somebody Ka- Karen, please explain to me a, what a Karen might yeah, be because so Karen they seem is, to be contradicting no, it's, no, definitions it's, no, here. No, it's anybody wigging out about somebody else's business. Like you get into the face of somebody else. It's, okay. it's mind but, your own business. It's the opposite of minding your own business. But the but the the the, the busy body obnoxious in your face. So somebody told me they're called mask holes. Right. Right? Mask holes. Yeah. So when the mask holes get mad at me because I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask, I'm not interfering in somebody else's business. It's my personal business. So why do the mask holes call me a, a Karen because I'm, I'm worried about my own self, uh, if that's the definition of what a Karen is? Mm-hmm. So, so Amy says here on Facebook that it's any angry white woman. Yeah, some, yeah generally kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like labels. And by the way, that divi- that is also one of those ending diversity things. No, yeah, so but it's it, whatever. It's I'm a, gonna get mad. It's a bully when I get tactic mad. to end debate. Yeah. Know, so I can Ad dismiss. Hominin. Yeah. 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 That's it. But I just laugh. I just laugh at it. It's just funny. So. uh I, this is not the oh okay get off the this is Fox News bumping into our program again see all right we're not going to cover the Fox News story just because they're so obnoxious so uh, I want I I hate that man get out of my business if I want to click your video if I want your video to play I have a button I can click <laughs> it right what's the I irony of that if I want to do anything on my laptop. Uh, Bill Gates and Microsoft ask me six times, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Yet when I go to Fox, they immediately assault, you assault with me with four or five videos, videos. every second. Shut up, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm a real Karen today, what huh? T- yes, you are. <laughs> Who's the webmaster at Fox? You need to be slapped. Slap the webmaster. Uh, just something for us to keep in mind here. Uh, the Michigan Flint the way, Water thing. By webmaster is probably racist term. 
webmaster because of the word master if you have black employees at your web firm and you're the webmaster that's probably a problem but what if your webmaster has greater melanin in his skin then it's reverse discrimination i guess no i don't know (laughs) so everybody remember the michigan flint water thing right Flint water crisis in Michigan. I'm sorry, I keep touching my nose, but my nose is itching today. I think it's the storm or something. I don't know. Um, The Flint water crisis, the good good news is that they've had a settlement. The interesting thing is it's a $6 million settlement. $600 million. Oh, sorry, sorry, $600 million settlement in which the government will be doling out the settlement payments. Of course. So how interesting is that? You've got a branch of the government going to be doling out the payments. How much if that $600 million is going to get stuck in government? Mm-hmm. And how are they going to be doling that out? First off, the rule is that the majority of the money is going to be doled out to people under the age of 18. Uh, and there will be uh, party settlements where people have filed with multiple def- uh, defendants. And so the whole thing, 65% of the money will go to Flint residents who were six and under when the first uh, ex- were first exposed, exposed to Flint water. 10% going to those who are between the ages of seven and 11. 5% of those who are going to age, uh, going to those who are age of 12 to 17. And about 15% going to adults and 3% to property damage. Mm. I'm just thinking if the government already screwed up how they deliver your water mm-hmm. uh, and then lied about it and hid it, mm-hmm. uh, where's your money going, people? <laughs> Where is your money going? That's one of those things. I'm, uh, one of my favorite sayings is I won't be holding my breath because if I hold my breath, I'm going to be that blue girl sitting in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Get your I- check. The, uh, Get your check. It's not coming, people. I'm not sh- coming. I'm sure they're sitting around strategizing how they could make money off of that money before they have to give it away right. to the people, right? Well, they'll turn it into another Social Security Ponzi a, scheme. Well, $600 million is a big principle. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You can let it sit there, drag your feet, and you made a pretty good, you can make a pretty good uh, <coughs> dividend or whatever return off of that just off the top just while of you're my holding it. <laughs> here just off the top of my legal head right what you have is roughly less than 18% of that 600 million dollar going to adults so you have about 15 which makes me think that it's less than 15% otherwise they would say more than 15 so you've got f- less than 15% going to adults and then another 3% less than 3% going to property which means it's going to adults so no, what it's going to contractors contract who are connected well, but to adults city officials right but yeah. the point that i'm making is adults right 18%. which which means that 88% of the money is going to be given people to people who are not legally capable to accept that money. Right. So where will it actually go? So what means mm-hmm. is that a trust, trust will be have to will have to be set up that for eighty percent, eighty eight percent of the money. Now the question is: Does the trust have to be set up by the parents, or will the government set up the trust to you, keep the money safe that will divest when they turn eighteen? The answer. See, you asked, how are they going to make money off that? 88% of that money is going to people that are 
legally incapable of accepting that money. They won't give it to the parents because then that would be just giving it to the parents. They would have said, okay, we're going to give it to the parents Mm. of the children. No, they said we're giving it to the children, not the parents of the children. Right. So I let me make a little legal prediction for you. There's going to be a government trust set up for that money so that we'll divest when they turn 18 that will be earning interest, not for those children. Yeah. And then you'll be stuck like you are with Social Security when the th- when the two year old 16 years later turns 18 and finds out that Michigan is bankrupt and can't give him their money. Probably already bankrupt. Well, Michigan's probably they are bankrupt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's that's basically just the stories that I wanted to talk about today. I had one t- one one moment in Twitter that I wanted to talk about today. Um, this one. I actually watched a little bit of the Democratic National Convention yesterday, JC. Did mm. you see any of it? No way. No. I, well, I I not, wanted to, you know I, as as a no I, as not, a broadcaster. Not criticizing. I had it's to do working. it. I'm gonna tell you. I actually I, I was sucked into the sensationalism of of um, Barack Obama's gonna throw down, and so I thought maybe <laughs> I could watch and hold out until Barack Obama threw down, so I could really see the definition of yeah. Barack Obama throwing down. No, I get it. I didn't make it, JC. Morbid I, entertainment. Uh, yeah, more. There you um. go. I actually got physically nauseous before that happened, yeah. and so I checked out. But what was funny was it's a virtual conference, so nobody's actually there. So what you saw, uh, <laughs> yeah, nobody's there. Nobody's anyway. actually there. Well, right. <laughs> But it was interesting because Hillary Clinton got to make a fantastic presentation because she was on video, right? Sure. She wasn't going to show up drunk, <laughs> fall down, or her brain damaged self, or whoever she is. Right. And Hillary Clinton, her so the first double. her body, well, it could have been her body double. Her, the imposter. It could have been deep, deep fake. The person right? now posing as Hillary Clinton yeah. gave her presentation. Right. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, Hollywood can do great things with makeup these days. No, and the deep seen, fake but can do great things, too. But have you seen the comparison? Like, have you seen her... What is supposed to be her, and yeah. I'm I'm not that guy, right? I'm not like, you know, body snatcher, conspiracy theorist, whatever. And I've seen things, you know, that people compare faces, and it's like it. No, it's camera angles, bro. It's that's not a different face. But man, you look at what's supposed to be Hillary today, and and then other like older pictures. I'm like, look. what? You are seven. Okay, you are seven shades of stupid if you don't know that these high-profile people that oh, let me put that high-profile people have body doubles. You are seven shades of stupid because every king since the dawn of kingdoms has had a body stinking double. No, but I mean, you know that makes sense on on a practical level for safety, (laughs) security, whatever. I get that. That's fine. But well, but that's not why kings had dot body doubles. You know, they had body doubles to prolong their 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 rule yeah. no, and and I, that sort of thing yeah, when yeah, they yeah. didn't want yeah. other people taking over. Which is the same reason our right. politicians have body doubles now. Yeah, no, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying there there are reasons for it. Yeah, I, I get those reasons. Yeah, but I'm with you. That's not what's going on. Yeah, here. that's not what's going it on. It seems here. to me. And <laughs> and not only that, JC, with the with the requirement of virtual meetings where people don't actually see each other face to face anymore. You don't even have to be real. You don't even have to be real anymore no. because deep fake is so 
good. No, you don't. I mean, that stuff is so right. good. It's scary good. Yeah. Hey, Dragon's this, Talon, this, starting off the... Is this Chris Ann and JC? <laughs> yeah, it is. Or is it? Dragon's Talon, starting off the Super Chat, JC, with his Grant Super Chat this this afternoon. He says, love you both, Chris Ann and JC. Preach the liberty. Amen. Amen. So anyway, so Hillary is up there, and she looks good. I mean, good. And I'm thinking, wow. Hillary looks good. And I don't think Hillary actually looks good, but she well, looks good. She ne- right? So how do you go? You never look good. And so, now all of a sudden you look like You look that? good. Oh, okay. And, and so I'm she supposed says, to believe that's Hillary? So the, the, the first tip off with me, now let me tell you, I didn't watch from the very beginning. I sort of scrolled back and, and looked at it and they had, what was funny was their host is an actress. Mm-hmm. Right. So the lady who's the MC is an actress. OK, right, sure. not just because it's Hollywood worship, because you actually have to play a part to say these things. Right. right? right. She's got a They're script. All actress. They're actress. Right. So I, I come in and Hillary's speaking and Hillary, I'm like on the floor already. Hillary says, and we all know the Democrats are <laughs> fighting for for uh, fair and lawfully conducted elections. Yeah. Right. I'm falling out. Yeah. The Democrats are the ones that want the the legally established elections. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying the Republicans want a legal election any more than the Democrats do. But don't sit there and tell me that you guys are fighting for proper legal elections because that's just hilarious. But and, and I tweeted about that, too, by the way. But this is the this is my tweet for the day. And JC, my tweet for the day. Here we go. They do a Nancy Pelosi video. And by the way, Nancy Pelosi looks good, right? She, she doesn't even stumble. She, you know, I mean, she has her natural kind of slur to her because mm-hmm. she's got that damage, whatever that is. And, but she looks good, too. Right. They all look like 20 years. So it's just under. like a Hollywood orchestrated thing. So oh, they, yeah. they brought in the yeah. makeup artist. Oh, yeah. And- oh, yeah. Professional directors and videographers and editors they probably had these videos made like weeks ago and they've been editing them and everything right so nancy pelosi's introduction comes up and nancy pelosi uh introduction says and it's she's such an amazing woman pelosi was raised in a way that never prepared her to run for office i fell off my chair jc Hmm. because there was some time ago that caused me to actually look up nancy pelosi right right i i I researched her personal background where she came from her stuff right or her father is an emigrant from italy which a lot of people say he's mob italy right but her father okay Set aside the whole mob stuff. The statement that she was raised in a way that never prepared her to run for office. I typed it out as they said it so I knew I would get it right. Nancy Pelosi's father was a Democrat U.S. congressman and mayor of Baltimore. Now, you could say if that was just it, that there wouldn't be a whole lot to talk about, right? Well... Nancy Pelosi's mother was a political Democrat activist who was who was active in community organizing like Barack Obama, Mm -hmm. in which the little biography that I read about Nancy Pelosi, her mother bragged that she was raising and teaching Nancy the value of social networking. Right. So. (laughs) What in the world? I mean, seriously, you live in a day where you meet people 
And people will, you can be talking to somebody on, you know, standing face to face with somebody on the phone. They meet you for the first time. They're looking on your phone. They're Googling your name. Right. Right. People Google. So why would you even pretend? Why? But why aren't people Googling Nancy Pelosi? (laughs) Why aren't they fact checking? And where's the fact checkers? Because the people. Right? I post a post on on yeah, yeah, the, on the, the Constitution and that, and and I'm fact checked for a subject matter that's not even in the post. Right. Where are the fact checkers for Nancy Pelosi saying that she was that she, it's miraculous that she's actually the Speaker of the House because she wasn't <laughs> raised in a political family. They they you know that's the narrative they want. You know, she it's this hero, sort of make a mm-hmm. hero because she's woman. That's the whole thing. It's woman or she's black or she's Hispanic she broke or whatever. She the marble ceiling. Right. So it just came from such humble beginnings. No, there ain't nothing okay. humble about Nancy Pelosi's beginnings. But I... Pa- I Please, give me a break. I, Her father was on the take in the Congress <laughs> to begin with. But see, when Jeez I see statements Louise. like that, so I sort of parse the words. So when you look at... The statement that you had, the tweet, never prepared her to what? Run for office. Never prepared her to run for office. That's the key. So it wasn't about running for office. It's being handed, buying it, right? Inherited. Well, uh, yeah, but you can't even say it. run when you know that her mother <laughs> trained her in social networking. That's part of right. running no, for office. No, that's true. But that's why I think about when these, when these lefties are saying that. You got to look for the sort of wink, wink, right? Wink, wink, mm-hmm. nod, nod. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a secret little key in there that, uh, <laughs> what we're saying is actually true, but you just, you have, you haven't, <laughs> you haven't grasped how we're using the word. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, the boss, as boss said, uh, we'd recognize Joe Biden's body double because the body double can make a complete sentence. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, That's no doubt. It's true. funny, I, I just took a drink of water. I looked up, I saw myself on YouTube drinking water, and I'm drinking out of a clear liquid out of a mason hey, jar. <laughs> no, Chrisanne is not drinking moonshine to tonight. Out back. <laughs> clear liquid out of a mason jar. I'm waiting for somebody to talk about that. So, JC, um, the most asked question that I get is actually the most asked question on government and the Constitution. Okay. What's so that? it's it's after everything. Have some of that moonshine, real quick. It is not moonshine. It's water. <laughs> I keep this over you know, here. <laughs> it's just water. Woo! Stop. <laughs> Man. Thank you. All right. Look, Mac even wants. I know. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, so. You know, t- 10 years teaching for seven years, 260 classes in over 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 22 states every single year um, is the same question that we're always getting in the the YouTube feeds, social media, because people are like, yeah, we see the problems. We feel the problems. But what can we do about it? Right. That's the most asked question I get. What do we do? How do we fix it? It comes in many forms. How do we fix this? Which is another version of Mm -hmm. what do we do? And I want to talk about that today. Because being the most asked question that we have, the answer is not very complicated. Okay. And it's not, it's not, well, it's, it's a simple answer. 
the problem is, is that it's not an easy answer. Because what it takes is not simply people asking what to do, but be willing to do, right? And everything that we do at, at LibertyFirstUniversity.com, everything that we do here on this show, everything that we do at ChrisAnnHall.com, all the videos, all the articles, all the teaching live, is all geared to providing solutions, and so I want to know, maybe, JC, maybe this would be better if you sort of did the question and answer thing, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe uh, there's a better way to put it. But the bottom line is this. I, putting the tools in the hands of a worker is not the same as the worker using the tools. Sure. And that's what we have. We have tools upon abundance. And we have to understand, I, let me put it this way, you, you've just, just dropped into the planet from Mars, okay? And I hand you a shovel, right? Mm-hmm. I can hand you a shovel and you look at it, you can, you can try to figure it out all day long. You might even find ways to use it that I wouldn't think about using it because you have no idea what the shovel is, right? So where does all solution begin, All solution begins with education. Mm -hmm. You must know what you don't know. And I believe that is the one of the biggest obstacles to making change in America today. People don't know what they don't know. It's it's the starting point. Right. So this is the thing that I see. Um. And what you're saying, you have to have a, the foundation to fight. Mm-hmm. What I, as we travel and people that are active, I'm talking about the active people. What I see is they they fight. They're in the fight, so to speak, and they're doing something right. As we said earlier, it's movement without momentum. But they don't have the right foundation, so mm-hmm. they're like a lot of times it's you're doing the wrong things. Like right. I don't know how many times we've been at a, a presentation that you've you've given, and people come up. Many, many people, and this is so, so common, and they'll say, for the most part, I, I didn't know that I didn't know this. They'll say, yeah. I, man, I thought I knew about X, Y, Z. I thought I knew about the Constitution. I, I thought I knew. They'll say, I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I, now I know that I didn't know. Well, let me give you an example. So, so that's the thing. So <laughs> I, I say, educate and activate. So right. first you have to get the foundation to fight and then you got to get in the fight. Yeah. And that's the hard part when I think the people ask you because it's almost like many of them are looking for the specific steps for their specific solutions. And here's the thing. There are a thousand different battles. Right. So you're giving, okay, here's common principles. Here's sort of general tactics. But man, you can't... You have, and I understand you have to have leaders. So, so you mm-hmm. almost have to identify a leader in that thing, and that's kind of what, you know, find some either become the leader mm-hmm. in that sphere, using the right foundation and principles, uh, and then follow and then follow them and help them, or you become right, or, uh, you know, you become that guy and you lead people, or you find somebody doing that and then you follow them and get in the fight with them. But the thing is, you cannot fight the right way if you. Like I see, uh, Mr. Kramer said, you know, understand your inalienable right, learn them, learn your inalienable rights, exercise your inalienable rights, defend your inalienable rights. Right? You, you've said before, you can't defend what you can't define. 
Right. So, so many people, they don't even know the right thing, and you end up having folks just sort of emotionally motivated. They throw in with a bunch of statists who wrap themselves in the flag and talk a lot of liberty vocabulary, but because the people don't understand the principles, they can't discern that you're following a bunch of statists yeah. and, and you're not well, fighting the right fight. When you're using that term statist, maybe there's some people that don't understand that. What what it is, what the bottom line is, is you have people with good intentions who don't know the foundations, who want solutions, and they follow people whose solution is more government. Right. Right? right. More government. How do I, how do I, how many times have you heard this, JC? How do we get the federal government to fix this? You know, we don't get the federal government to which, fix which it. Is to That's say, what the problem is. Yeah, which is to say, uh, you know, how, how can I give federal government extra power? Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, no, that's, no, no, no. That's so the problem. That's the problem. The extra power in government is the problem. Now, let me address this because I'm seeing this come up in our so educate, several activate. several chat. I'm seeing this pop up in our several chat rooms that we have going in different forms. Okay. Uh, there are a lot of people that advocate for... Uh, um, let's just put it out there, a violent overthrow of government. How do you fix government? The Second Amendment. How do you fix government? You take them out. That's not how you fix government, okay? That's how you change the people in government. Mm -hmm. When you engage in a violent coup that overturns the government, all you're doing is changing who gets who's in there. Maybe for a short period of time, yeah. you have control and you put the right people in. So but the problem is when you when you're focused on changing the people in office, whether it be yeah. through voting or through the guillotine, right? Yeah. You're not fixing the problem because the people in office are not the problem. They come from a they, they come from a place. They come from a so place, your supply right? is polluted. Right. So <laughs> if you truly, truly, truly want to change government, you don't do it through a, a, a revolution. Revolutions change people in government. They don't change government because that's, by the way, that's why we always, back in kingdom history, why Thomas Jefferson said that uh, the tree of liberty must be fertilized by the blood of patriots and tyrants every 20 years. Because in a historical context, you take and you chop the king's head off, mm -hmm. and you, but you get a new king. Vote. And you may get a nice king, but inevitably you're going to get a bad king because that's what the people tolerate. But we do if reserve you, the right to take up arms when absolutely. we've exhausted all solutions. Right. But here's the thing. N this is where you fail. You fail if your only solution is taking up arms. Sure. Because you're doing nothing to change the culture that allowed those people to come in in the first place. So until you change the culture and you change people from thinking that government will always be the solution. See, that's the problem. We, we in 1776, we did this. We changed out our government through revolution. Mm -hmm. The problem was we didn't have a complete cultural change. Yeah. And what we had were people who still wanted the king to take care of them, only they wanted the king to be called the president or the king to be called Congress, which is why in 1792, I didn't say 1992, in 1792, 
after we overthrew the British government and got rid of kings, established a limited and defined constitutional republic. 1792, Congressman James Madison is standing in Congress telling Congress it's not your job to take money and ha- from people and hand out free money. That is not a power delegated to you. And you can't interpret the general welfare clause that we wrote in the Constitution to mean that you have general power to do whatever you want. So in under five years from its very inception, yes. here is this group of people in governments trying to steer it in the other direction. Back to kingdom mentality. Five years later. Five years later. Why? But because, yes, say, we picked up arms. Yes, we overthrew the government. But you have to also engage in the cultural change. Well, You've got to get people off the teat of government. But it's not a... It's not a uh, sort of singular static point solution kind of thing. So you No, there's you, multiple the, aspects the cultural, of changing the cultural the culture. change is not a moment. It's no. it's a it's a continual process. So I would say engage the culture, right? So you're mm-hmm. you're constantly exerting your influence in that regard. And the other part is the activism. Okay? Mm-hmm. You you think about I mean think about what Madison was doing at that point. Right. So here, several years later, and the government is not following what he and the others laid out. He's there engaging the government, pushing back, saying, no, no. So there also has to be a constant uh, engagement presence, what we call activism, you know, boots on the ground. Well, Thomas Uh, Jefferson said, if you're not pushing against your government, you're enslaved by them. But that's what that's what kind of pushed us into where we are now. Mm -hmm. The. The average everyday liberty loving American was right. just going about their daily life right. and we turned over our government to professional politicians. So we have been regular citizens have been very well have been completely absent from activism, from uh, on the ground engagement. So education, not the only thing, but it's a fa- it's the foundational right. things has to be continual Then the activism has to be there. It has to be continual. But it has to be continual and persistent, right? We yep. have a comment in the chat room that said, uh, well, they petitioned for cultural change for 15 years. No, they didn't. They educated for cultural change and petitioned for the government to follow the law. But the problem is not what they did up to the point of picking up arms. It's the problem is the decline of the activity afterwards. You can't say, whoo, we took we made a change. We made a change. Now we're done. You right. have to no, that, keep pushing. You have to missing, keep educating. Missing the point. Exactly what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Change is not a moment. It's not a it's thing that not. happens. Well, look you know, at okay, we made the change. Good. Glad we changed that. That's that's never going to happen. That doesn't happen. And you have it's to a, have. It's a continual struggle. Yeah, you have to have the long-term vision. Look at how the Marxists. I don't Marxists, even like the word change. It's not a Look at a how word. the Marxists took over America, mm-hmm. right? What's the Russian guy who has the video out there? Oh, oh Bezmenov. Yeah, you're, Bezmenov. You're Bezmenov. Bezmenov explains how the change the cultural evolution occurs over a long yeah. period of time. Dewey, Wilhelm Wundt, G. Stanley Hall, they didn't take over the public education system into Marxist ideology with one textbook and one lesson. Right. They did it with a long-term vision. So but even that, you not have a... to have a consistent education yeah. of the culture and you have to have a consistent 
presence in government. Yeah. We are not. Eternal. Uh, yeah, eternal. I mean, you talk about eternal vigilance. Yeah. vigilance th- there's no. There, I, again, there I don't like no the word count- change because it implies, you know, this. OK, yeah. it goes to something else. Okay, that doesn't happen. It's a matter. It's a matter of level of influence, level of exerting your influence. So you get the point where one influence is greater than the other influence. There's never. There's never sort of this. Okay, we're now 100 percent Marxist. We're 100 percent liberty. No. Neither one of those are ever going to be the case. No, ever. You, it's it's a matter. So what I see historically, when you look back over the modern history for what we may loosely term as cons- people with conservative or traditional American views. Um, constitutionalists, we retreated from the arena. Okay, mm-hmm. so there was not a persistent, uh, there was not a persistent exertion of our influence in that arena, and so the ascendancy has been the Marxist and the tyranny. So right. you have to. It's it's not a matter of okay, when how do we change this? How do we flip this? You don't flip it. It's a matter of growing and exerting your influence, positioning yourself, gaining positions where you can do this, creating systems. It's about the exertion of the influence perpetually and continually. And let me just say this again. We're not saying that you don't have a right to revolution. You absolutely have a right to revolution. But I think the point must be taken that if you are exercising your rights on a daily basis, if you are pushing on government on a daily basis, then you, as our founders had hoped, you will never even have to get to that point. You can't Let me put it this way. You can't live in peace with your government because if you are, you're in servitude, right? There's a constant struggle. Government power, liberty of the people. Liberty of the people, government power. And that's the that is the actual natural law to government. And Mm -hmm. so you have to be constantly present. Our constitutional republic, J.C., was established on the principle of self-governance. I mean, I don't quote Lincoln much, but the truth is. Uh, we have uh, a government of the people, by the people, for the people. And when when the government is not working property, properly is when we become a government of rulers. Yeah. And that's what we have today. We have, But not only do we have a nation of rulers, JC, we have a, people, a nation of people who think that that's the way government's supposed to go. I just think if you don't, if you don't sort of perceive these things on a continuum... It doesn't make sense. No. Okay. Because no. Because your moment is going to go away. Because th- assuming, so y- we have a revolution, right? And you 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 violently overthrow, you put in prison, whatever. Okay. Then what what comes? What's going to come after that? Okay. Do are we assuming like do the people assume? You go through that. That's it. You're done. Here's here's newsflash for you. You're going to be back fighting the same thing that we're fighting now again. At some point. Yeah. So that's my whole point. It's a continuum. It's an ebb and flow. It's constantly. Mm-hmm. So and I understand, you know, Jefferson was like this. <laughs> I mean, you you decrease the ebb by chopping off a few heads, watering the tree of liberty, you know, from time to time. He you know, he was revolution well, every 20 years. Let's, I get no, no, that. No, but he but was the problem not. Is, but that's but JC, stop for continue. just one second. That's not actually true. That's a con a, a quote taken out of context they established the constitutional republic instead of a kingdom so you wouldn't have to have a revolution every 20 years i I don't mean interrupt you but i get really annoyed when people try to apply that particular quote by thomas jefferson 
to the how our constitutional republic is no, supposed that, to work. Well, that was my point. That's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying that that doesn't fix right, anything. Right. Right. If hey, you we got 20 got seconds left on Instagram, so I just wanted to say thank you, everybody who are following us on Instagram, watching us on Instagram. Uh, as we keep going, you can go and catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on Facebook, and you can catch us on Twitter. So we sign off on Instagram in five, four, three, two, one. Thank you so much. Yeah, so, so here we are back. I, I I think anyway. The point is. Yeah. No, I mean we're on the con- same page, but I I saw a teaching second. For it's a continual thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a moment where right. okay we do this and it's fixed. If that's if that's what you're, I mean, hey, if you know if you're Christian and Jesus comes and you know or what you divine intervention or whatever, maybe that's a final fix. But. If, if your perspective is there's something and then 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 it's going to be fixed. And so then what do we do? Go back, you know, to our recliner. And now we have a six pack every day and just chill. You know what, JC? Uh, that's that's delusional. It is delusional. It's the lack of the bigger. And vision. I believe we're post constitutional. I think I mean, my view, if we're just being transparent, well, on most days, I think Constitution is dead. They're, they're, you know, the Republic, as it's supposed to be, no longer exists. I get that. Um, but at the same time, so if it no longer exists, then that means there's a population out there that has not been able to sustain it because they don't know. So are, are we saying we have we have come to the place where we have a population uh, of 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 such a uh, uh, such a character that the republic no longer exists, the Constitution no longer exists. So then we we kill a bunch of people. There's less people. And now it's going to work? No, because... Okay, how did, how did we get here in the first place? Yeah. Because we don't have those people right. that are able to act as a foundation who are informed to keep the thing going. So it makes no sense to me, as you said, if the only solution is revolution without trying to now build... We have to, in my view, you have to build a new generation, right. a new society. So if the thing is gone... Well, and then revolution comes. It, we, we don't want that to happen. But if armed revolution comes, if we're forced to that and that that is the fate of America, fine. But this system is still has been conceptually the best system for individual liberty. So you're going to have to rebuild some semblance of, of this kind of system if you don't have those people because you, you said education is not part of it. Then what do you have to work with? Then you're going to have to keep what you establish through force by force. Yeah, by force. And that's, so how is that being pro-liberty? How are you no. prolonging liberty if you if you take it by force, you're going to have to keep it by force. And well in, in the So it's the not whole, the only solution. The whole, it's an option it, when all options are done well, yeah. and you're defending yourself. But it's it's a temporary option that must be followed up by education on rights and liberty and that sort of thing because you think if just I don't, eliminating I don't think followed up you got to do it before well right you have to educate before because yeah. because what you're talking about revolution is, is boom the happens like that boom, somebody's right? got to step in at somebody's got to step in and so if fix you have that. if you if you just have a population still of a bunch of idiots well then who's going to step in after you've you know. No. Gotten rid of all the Okay, enemies. so here's here's that Doesn't was going to be sense. my point. Who's going to step in? The idea that chopping off heads 
will fix the problem is is naive because what you think is that the people that you're chopping off the heads are the problem. They're not no, the problem. The, How did they get there? You have a big <laughs> people. You got a big group of people on the outside who are create who are right. feeding the system. You're not getting rid of them. They're just gonna be like, oh yeah, well this is convenient. Now I can put this guy. Well, in. you got the top, you just don't. but that's the top. That's true. Top and the bottom. Yeah. Not only do you have people you're talking about the you know the globalist cabal pulling strings. You, you also have the population. So, uh, here's the thing. The globalists could not do what they do. At the end of the day, they're human beings like everybody else. I don't care how much money they have. You, you could not do what they do without, a popul- without an ignorant population, right. ignorant, uninformed, and, and disengaged and population. That is my next point. It. That is my next point, JC, because the comment was made in the chat room that the, the poly- powerful, powerful oligarchs don't care about education or or cultural education that is a flat that's, out no that is a flat out lie yeah, they absolutely they care <laughs> because that's why they've gone through such where pains do, to you keep they, us ignorant yes, where do you think they got their voters from right. from the beginning I think they make their yeah, voters so that's education from the beginning of time tyrants trying to take keep control of the people is to keep them ignorant look at the egyptians forbidden people to read and write You've got the you've got the church refusing to put the Bible into writing so that the people can't really know the word of God so that leaders of the church can tell you that what the king says is the word of God. So you can't compare it. So they are terrified of our education. They hate our education. That's why social media shuts us down. That's why we are called fake news. That's why everything that we put up is fact checked by the fake fact checkers, because it is they. And and, and I think if you're going to think about anything, that should be the proof that the solution comes through education, because that's the biggest assault that we are seeing now. (laughs) You you think the the globalist oligarchy doesn't care about education when they've taken control of the entire public education university system? Yeah. It sure doesn't seem like they don't care about it to me. Yeah, no doubt. They don't care about true education, if that's what you're trying to say. But what they understand and what what I think Chrisanne is trying to say is they understand how powerful education is. That's why they try to keep this silent. That's why, and and that's why also when uh, the thing that sort of solidified in my mind uh, when I'm watching the progression, when I built the class at Liberty First University about uh, women, you mm. know, the history of the women voting, right? They built this, the false education builds, builds this premise that, Ameri- that women are victims and they're suffering from victimhood and that's why we can't ever do anything. That's why we can't break mm-hmm. the ceilings or whatever because we're just, we're just helpless, weak victims. Right. When history itself shows the exact opposite, they don't hate us. They don't disrespect us. They don't think we're powerless. They think the exact opposite. So they try to brainwash us and they try to create a system where we are disenfranchised mm-hmm. so that we can Cannot unite and exercise right. that power. Yeah. Same with your more than victims. Dividing your more than victims class. Keep the minorities divided because mm-hmm. that's what they did in the slave times. They divided the white and the black slaves and made them hate each other rather than hate yeah. their master. It's whatever groups. So you, any, you, any groups you want to keep name. these people thinking that they're absolutely powerless. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like the vision that comes to my mind is the elephant who has a has a. A, right. a, a rope around his foot tied to nothing mm-hmm. or, or a stake in the ground. Come on. That elephant could break free from that no matter what it is and and 
beat you to death with his trunk. Mm-hmm. And that's what terrifies them. It doesn't terrify them that it, it doesn't terrify them that we have guns anymore. It doesn't. It really does not because they've already talked us out of those. What terrifies them is the power of truth. Yeah, for sure. And that's why that's why, you know, what well, is the, what is the answer? The answer whatever the the answer is multifaceted, right? What is this I put it this way. What is the solution? The solution is multifaceted because there are many battles to be had, but every battle must begin with proper education. Yeah, they restrict your speech more than they restrict your right to keep and bear arms. Yes, they do. That's that's a fact. Yes, absolutely. That's a daily thing. And then the then the way that's been shifted like the power of that has been handed over to these big corporations, you know, big social, so much the more. So then big social is really, they're just surrogates. Yeah, for, corporate, of course we know that some it's corporate fascism. Personally created by yeah. government agencies, but, uh, you know, they're surrogates for the government. Absolutely. In silencing truth. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we went over a few minutes today, so I want to thank everybody for sticking with us just a little bit longer. Before you go, make sure you hit your thumbs up out there and that you like and share in whatever form that is, that on whatever platform you're on, we appreciate it. Sharing is probably more important than anything because the platforms are not sharing for us. Mm -hmm. They're sharing for Black Lives Matters. They're sharing for, uh, you know, the change.org, and they're sharing for all the communist manifesto side so yeah don't forget uh chrisannhall.com we're yeah streaming now yeah we need like streaming some streaming on chris test that out hey yeah anybody wants to volunteer to test out chrisannhall.com on tomorrow's show that would be really great don't forget our favorite my favorite t-shirt right there godgunsliberty.com uh by the way both of the t-shirts that we're wearing today are available at godgunsliberty.com i have the liberty attic t-shirt on he has the join or die chrisannhall.com t-shirt. Yeah. And uh, we also have a hat that looks like that, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, every way that you support us keeps us going. We cannot do this without your support. So join, uh, frankly, I want you to join libertyfirstuniversity.com. And, jo- and support us in that way because that way it's mutually beneficial. You get access to the education that's yeah. so important, and at the same time you help us do what we do. Yeah, and that reminds me. You know, you're talking about plugging in and the activism. There's going to be an activism component yeah. to the new LFU rebuild. Right. Uh, well, the, you know, the whole thing is actually, yeah, bigger yeah. than that. I, I'm Man, I'm excited about what we're building that's coming. I'm excited, too. I this think fall. it's going to be fantastic. Be this this fall. fall. Coming Which this it, fall. That soon? That's like right now. That soon? Yeah. Well, now you're scaring soon, me. Soon. 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 Oh, man. It's going to be, uh, gonna be I'm great. excited, too. Thank you guys so much for watching and sharing. Thank you. Look at that. We have actually more thumbs up than we have people watching now, according to YouTube, which is fantastic. Sweet. You guys are great. God bless you guys. Uh, Tomorrow's Friday, so we're absolutely tied to a one-hour show and entered into the great weekend. So we will see you. Don't miss it. See you tomorrow. God bless.